This is Morning Edition on 88.5 WFDD. Journalist and author Simran Sethi has written extensively about the food and drinks that people love. Bread, wine, coffee, beer. And now in her new podcast, The Slow Melt, she explores the story of chocolate, how it captures our senses, reveals its flavors, and tells global stories. This Valentine's Day, WFDD's Bethany Chafin spoke to Sethi about her new show and why she chose to focus on chocolate. Chocolate holds so much. It holds all these relationships. It holds this kind of understanding that that we don't necessarily already have, you know, from the botanical perspective. It holds all these flavors that can be revealed if we move away from sort of the the most familiar models, which are like we want our Twix or our Snickers or whatever to taste like one thing. But there's this kind of multitude that we can find here. Um, and, you know, it's really a passport to the world. Cacao is grown in a thin equatorial belt, 20 degrees north and south of the equator. But typically it becomes chocolate. And places like Europe and North America. So so all of a sudden I could see chocolate as, you know, what I describe on the podcast as this thick, delicious lens through which to see the world. You've revealed that you almost always have chocolate on you at all times. So what kind of chocolate <laughs> do you have with you, either uh, near you or on your person? Um, what are you enjoying today or this week? It is very close to me at all times. And I have to say, I want to debunk right here this notion that the only good chocolate is dark. I am obsessed right now with good milk chocolate. Good is subjective. It belongs to all of us, whatever your definition is. But it's so comforting, you know. And, and what milk chocolate really is, has it has the um, uh, ingredient of milk powder in it. We don't work from the liquid substance when we're making chocolate. And I'm really obsessed with um, some of these like dark milk chocolates that have a higher cocoa content. So, Soma Chocolatier in, in Canada is the one that I'm gnawing on right now. It's a Fazenda Boa Vista milk chocolate um, that the cacao was sourced from, from Brazil, from the rainforest of Brazil. There's a bar made by Fruition. Uh, they cure the, the chocolate in bourbon barrels, so it has that really nice bourbon um, flavor. And then there's one by Nathan Miller out of Pennsylvania, and he actually um, makes a, a buttermilk chocolate, which I really like. There's a nice tang to it. And then closer to home, we've got, you know, Brasstown in Winston-Salem, Vidary out of Raleigh, French Broad in Asheville. I highly recommend a field trip for everyone to the um, French Broad Chocolate Lounge, <laughs> where you can pick up a lot of these chocolates. Um, so there's many opportunities to kind of savor the, the ones that I keep close at hand. People might be happy to hear that there are some really interesting health benefits of chocolate. I wonder if you could outline a few of those. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I can't go so far to say as chocolate is a health food, but certain kinds of cocoa and chocolates really are because cocoa beans are rich in compounds that are called flavonoids. And what flavonoids are, you've heard about this in other foods. They're known for their antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. So they um, help reduce the chances of coronary heart disease. Um, they increase the strength of our blood vessel walls. Cocoa also contains tryptophan, which is used by our bodies to make serotonin. And serotonin is a neurotransmitter, which is also connected back to heart function, but it, it also regulates our moods and our sexual arousal. So, so there's this extraordinary thing that happens with chocolate. It, it actually does kind of elevate our mood and brings us a little bit of joy. You have said in your podcast that your relationship with chocolate is, has been a long-lasting, very steady one. How is it most different now from when you first had it and fell in love as a child? I am so humbled 
by the people who grow cocoa, 90% of them are subsistence farmers. So they're they're operating on really thin margins. And 70% of our cocoa is grown in West Africa, in Ivory Coast and Ghana. Uh, those are the two main regions, uh, but throughout West Africa, but about 45% of it comes from Ghana and Ivory Coast. And and I realized I had this relationship with chocolate first, right? Now, increasingly, we have this relationship with chocolate makers, but I hadn't taken it all the way back to the people who had worked so hard and you know, taken such risk to actually grow it. And that, to me, is what's been so heartening, is over these last years, having the opportunity to travel to various origins and meet these, these growers. I think a lot of people perhaps wait for someone to gift them the good chocolate we shouldn't wait. Like we should buy the good chocolate for us. We should um, romance ourselves. You know, we should know that, that we are worthy of that and that no one has to do it for us. And in fact, that we can do it better than anyone else. You know, So you're your sexiest sweetheart and you're your best Valentine. And I say buy the good chocolate for you.